And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to everyone. With Barocco Sepemando. Tune in live at 10:30. And it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMGM, Thursday, no, is it, yes, Thursday, <laughs> April 20th, hold on, that sounds right, this date just sounds about right, happy National Independence Day to all the DJs, <laughs> <laughs> international, <laughs> international DJs Day. Happy International DJs Day to all my DJs out here. You already know, 420 blaze up. <laughs> I, you know, you know me. You know I'd be rolling a big spliff right now, speaking on the show if I could. But sadly, your boy can't. So, <laughs> but goddamn, I would love to. Maybe for the culture, uh, at some point. Maybe. I- <laughs> Gotta roll one up for the culture and just not smoke it. But anyways, we are here, April twentieth, twenty twenty three. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day with my beautiful co-host, Osef Mando. How y'all doing? How are you feeling this morning? GM guys, what's up? GM man, we are absolutely chilling. Let me post the link. How you feeling? How's uh, how's the uh, dairy dairy situation? The dairy's the dairy's got the this dairy gluten got the best out of me, bro. Uh, so it's been it's been tough. Honestly, it sucks. Like <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> you know, it just sucks. It just sucks. But uh, it is what it is. You know, you you go out there, you go to a lot of events, you take the risks, you bring it up on yourself. You know, it it is what it is, right? It is. Uh, what it is, uh, they got the best out of me. You know, it, it, what sucks is just being like short of energy and breath for someone like me that just loves having a lot of energy. So I get pissed off when I don't have my fucking energy. You know, <laughs> I'm I like, before, just now before the show, I was like, I wash my face out, I like slap myself in the face, go, mom, let's go. I'm like, you know, people on the other side of the screen, they don't give a fuck. You know, you gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's news to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going on. We have the Lost Wallet on stage. We got a whole lot of fun stuff going on with them. So you know, it's like you know, you know, the show don't stop, right? The show don't stop, baby. Five days a week. You know what it is. I do want everybody to do me a favor, smash that like button. Appreciate you, Hefner, for always making sure to remind people in the chat to smash the like button, both on Twitter but also on YouTube, because that helps uh, algorithm wise. Quite a lot. And make sure you subscribe to the Rug Radio channel on YouTube, which is always filled with dope. Dope, 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 dope content. Exactly. Exactly. No dairy, no gluten, but Herb is fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's quite the day, huh? I mean, you guys are not – have you guys ever been, like, smokers or whatever? I mean, I, I smoked with you over before, but, like, not really, like, just a tiny – People in the UK don't really smoke compared to other parts of the world, so – just I mean, you guys out there just into the hard drugs. It's uh, the UK is just going for this crazy shit, you know. And uh, in, in, it's more a North American thing. But <laughs> Mando, you don't strike me as much of like the guy who smoked weed ever. Like, I, I don't think I've ever spoke with you. Oh, really? 
No, I mean, not for a long time, but uh, I used to, used to, I mean, it's one of those things, like Ovi says, it's just not, weirdly, because it's not legal, um, and it's never really been that legal in the, in the UK, like, people more do other drugs. Hmm, interesting. The other I weird mean, thing is that mushrooms now, like, people own, that's huge in the US, like, you go out, everyone's fucking on mushrooms, and that's just I like, mean, in the UK, not, I mean, never, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about like decriminalizing here in Canada because um, decriminalization, decriminalization of weed was like years ago. So it's like fully legal. Like actually in Quebec, the only people allowed to sell you weed is the government. So you literally buy your like my supplier is the, is Justin Trudeau uh, and <laughs> and the government. Uh, but and yeah, someone say I'm over here in Cali, but I heard shrooms are next. Uh, so it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's definitely going to be it's, it's interesting. Like it's interesting how taboo it was a few years ago. Remember, like I was always, you know, doing my social media thing. I've always had quite a big audience on there. And like, it's so funny, like five years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago on social, like talking about it was like, no, like big time. It's like if you would go on stream and talk about what I'm talking about right now with y'all, like God forbid, light a spliff. It was like, (gasps) oh, my God. And now it's like. It's like super normalized. Super normal, yeah. Yeah. Nights out are different as well. Like you go out for a night out in the UK and everyone's on I don't know, like drugs which make you like more hyper. Whereas in in the US, it's either you're on weed or people are um yeah. people are on shrooms. So like everyone's more chill. Of co, you know, happy everyone's D's way more chilled on a night out. Today is happy D's day, you know, happy birthday D's. <laughs> yeah, these yeah, rolling around with the puffco around town, you know. Like even New York, they just they just uh, legalized. I was talking. To, I ran to Illa, Illa, the producer in in in, in Lower East Side on Saturday. Like they out of all people in New York, right? There's millions of people. You run into Illa, like of uh, running to a friend in New York is already quite tough, right? And he was like, he was mind blown. He's like, dude, he's like, I grew up in I forgot it's Brooklyn or Queens. They told me, but he's like, I I grew up in them streets. I used to get run after by cops for smoking a blunt outside and like, you know, and like they used to like go crazy on us. And he's like, now I walk into a dispensary and I get to buy my weed legally. Like he was like mind blown. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. The way he told me this story was so funny. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. That's how I felt in Montreal. Like when it was like, it used to be such a scary thing like you walk in the guy's house for like a little $20 of weed and I was like hey what's up walked out of the government store with an ounce <laughs> anyways 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 we're not promoting any drug use over here all right we're already demonetized on YouTube that's great I'm just kidding <laughs> listen it's legal here so on my on my on my on my ends you know we're good in it so anyways so um so, anyways, anyways, anyways. Today on the show, today, today, uh, DJ's market report as usual. Crypto, macro, NFTs, not great. Uh, Punks and apes under fifty ETH. Uh, well, at least that was yesterday uh, when I when I wrote the titles. That's I have to check today on DJ's, but we'll talk about this there. Little Nakamigo like tease yesterday. You know, you know, caused quite a few, quite a few, quite a few pumps on on that front, and a few other things happening. And then FT side, Sotheby's uh, announced that they're officially um, taking care of that 3AC um, Starry Night, you know, capital sale, which is a pretty big deal. I know there was a lot of rumbles about them. A lot of if, every time you go to events, like you know, big collectors would talk about it. I know a lot of people are, have been waiting for it. So that was a big announcement yesterday. Of course, as you know, it's a very, very large collection of incredible 
I mean, fuck, we'll share it on the stream, but incredible collection of crypto art. Beautiful. And then last but not least, we'll be joined by John Cart and talk about the lost wallet. Because as you know, we're partners for NFC Lisbon and we can't wait. We can't wait to go to Mando's ends, you know, and chill out there in Lisbon. I'm actually so, 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 so hyped about this trip. I've been shilling it so hard to everybody around me. Like, you got to come to Portugal. You got to come to Portugal in June. So I cannot wait to go out there. And I, we can't wait for you to, to find out more about the Lost Wallet. Because last I checked, um, you know, there's a crypto punk actually hiding in that Lost Wallet. Hopefully... By the time NFC punk, uh, NFC Lisbon is out, you know, CryptoPunks, um, you know, aren't worth like 12 ETH. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> but still 12 ETH is 12 ETH, right? Because one ETH is one ETH. But anyways, without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. Oh, just what's the word? Hey guys, so it's been um, a kind of like a soft start to traditional markets this morning. We're down about 0.4% on both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. Um, it is earnings season. Yesterday we had Tesla earnings where the profitability actually came in lower than expected. Apparently they're trying to gain market share, which is why that happened. But um, the market didn't take to that too well on Tesla's Tesla stock, which often has been a bit of a bellwether for the, for the tech market. Um, it's down about 7% or so. Um, so stocks are lower, interest rates actually have rallied today, um, having sold off for a few days in a row. So um, a bit of uh, a bit of respite there. Um, and then, of course, in crypto, we did see um, a bit of a sell-off yesterday. It sounds like there are some leverage positions that were getting liquidated um, across the market over the last couple of days. But um, Bitcoin, I think, dropped as low as dropped as low as like 28.1, 28.2K. It's back up to 28.8 now. ETH dropped to as low as 1920. We're back up to 1972. So, um, and altcoins are down about 10, 15%. And I mean, Blur was at 80 cents the other day, and now it's back down at 66 cents. So, um, we've definitely given up, uh, given up a lot of recent gains, but we're also um, bouncing off the lows. It does feel like to me in crypto, just got to a period where maybe everyone, myself included, just got a bit too euphoric. And then you had like <laughs> playing shit coins and making loads of money. And that's usually, it's just usually always is some kind of a sign of some sort of local talk. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, and it definitely ended up being one, at least for the time being. So um, I think that's just kind of like a reminder to ourselves that of how volatile things are and it's never going to be up only. Um, and just to like not FOMO into tops because I'm sure lots of people probably bought ETH at 2.1K or bought different shit coins and are down on them right now. So um, yeah, that's kind of it. And um, I don't really know. I think... Next week, we get more of the big tech earnings, like stuff that makes difference to NASDAQ, like um, like Meta, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, all, the, all those guys. So, um, you know, that will be a, a mover for, for stocks. All right. Well, I guess we'll see where that takes us. But, I mean, look, like talk about a dump, right? I mean, we're still – give me 19. Seventy-one hundred dollar eat. Uh, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> you know, but I do feel that on the euphoria thing. I think it was a Kellyo tweet that was like, "Hmm, feeling very toppy with all the shitcoin, you know, stuff going on." And the next day, you had this this uh, this, this dip uh, on Ethereum. Uh, it was yesterday. Let me show the screen, which was this here. It's looking a seven-day chart right there. So 
um, you know, kind of, it's almost like you could feel it coming <laughs> when all the shit coins and everybody in the whole timeline's making money. So, you know, starting to learn these signals more and more. <laughs> and myself being a guinea pig also, like you said, like, you know, like including myself, I think we're all like kind of like euphoric for a moment. Uh, still kind of are because honestly, 1900 ETH is, is, is much better than what we had a, a few weeks, a few months back. So, uh, you know, still feels good, man. You know, what What do you, Amanda, were you, were you euphoric? You don't strike me as a euphoric type. I said I thought we'd go below um, 30K again and that ETH would go below. Sorry, I said I, I said I thought we'd go below 2K again on ETH. I think it's going to take a while to consolidate around these like nice round numbers, 30K and 2K. Um, they just feel like the sort of numbers that we're going to be bouncing around for a bit. So um, I think, we're just, yeah, we're just in a period of consolidation. Yeah, exactly. No, that, that's what it is. That's what it feels like. So here's the Bitcoin chart if you're on the stream. And here is the ETH chart. So it's this one big, who sold? Who sold? <laughs> Every time. I love the timeline. Every time it's a big dip. Who sold? So it's last but All right. Um, and, uh, there was another thing. Hold on. It was, uh, no. All right. No, we're just going to skip. Let's talk about NFTs. <laughs> My Who is the man? Macro daddy of the land. Can you dig it? Yeah. So look, it was kind of just a continuation of what we've already said. Like, uh, I put out a post yesterday, which is just highlighting the board ape and crypto points kind of went below. 50 ETH together for the first time in a long time, just kind of when this ends. Um, and to be honest, I don't think it's a case of like level. And this is kind of what point nine five nine said. It's just when this blur situation starts to subside, when the, when the rewards from blur farming start to subside, I think you're going to see um, floor prices rebound, but like across the board, um, things are lower again. So uh, it feels as though, Bit of a slow bleed. You saw Nakamigos bounce slightly to go above 0.3 again. Um, and Miladies, Miladies continue. Milady. Yeah, they're up to like two and a half roughly. But um, aside from that, it's just this can like this continual bleed kind of across the board. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's so funny to see the Milady up and then you have everything else like bleeding like crazy. <laughs> It's so poetic. I don't know. <laughs> Talk about a redemption art. Uh, but it's yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, except for captains. I mean, the captains. You know, yeah, that's the other strong ecosystem. But it's, it's remember, they basically said, yeah, it's a meme coin coming out. And I think they highlighted that yesterday. Like, they're really, they're really pushing well, they that. Username at meme coin, which is pretty yeah. wild. I mean, obviously, we know they're pretty connected. They have... Dude, when it comes to branding and stuff, they've got it all going on pretty well, right? Meme coin, meme land, dollar sign meme, everything. One meme to rule them all is the only tweet that we've seen from them. Um, I mean, they've got like maybe 24 whole hours left until shitcoin season is done. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, one big nuke in ETH in this whole shitcoin thing is just back down in the gutters, right? I think it we did have a nuke in ETH, no? You did, but like, is it a nuke? 1975. No, it's not a nuke. It's what well, a move. Like you know, seven percent on that. I'm talking like a two hundred dollar lag down. You know, but yeah. I don't. Well, I don't think this ends anytime. I feel like this. Oops, sorry. I think weekend is like still gonna go. So 
It's going to be interesting um, what happens there. Yeah, like the fact that all of my top trends are just fucking shit coins on Twitter makes me think that this might continue for a little bit longer. Like there's been 1.53 million tweets about Pepe. Yeah, it's still trending. Like it's just out. Still trending. It's the only. They're all trending. Like look at that trending line. If like on Twitter for anyone really who's in the space, and it's all just shit coins. It's actually pretty crazy um, to to see what's uh, what's going down uh, on that front, and it's just <laughs> it's just been ranging. So I'm curious. It either goes or it goes pop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> what's the market cap right now? Uh, one twenty seven million. That is that's crazy. You could work your whole life and never even see a million dollar market cap. And then <laughs> it's just uh, I I I find it hilarious. Personally, I, I, yesterday was the whole thing. Wow, right? Yesterday it went it went down it's to no point one. Twitter account, Twitter account was deleted. <laughs> no, not sorry, it was suspended. That's the right word. It was suspended. Okay. And so during that suspension, it went, and then the second it came back, like it was like twenty minutes after, it I just like a hundred percent up. All you need is a Twitter account suspension. That's crazy. I mean, this is a note for all the people out there. Just delete your account for like 30 minutes and then just bring it back. You know, just maybe like, maybe I should like, let me go and delete the rug video account and then like just bring it back an hour later. Like I'll yeah. have like, a whole campaign. People being like, oh, rug radio is like rugged. And Elon doesn't want decentralized media. Let's all rally. If that's what it takes what it takes for MFers to pay attention, I don't know. Maybe it is what it is, right? <laughs> they were actually suspended. It said the account suspended, so it's not like them. Um, and it's uh, and it's uh, anyways. It's, it's there's a whole lot you know brewing on that point. I mean, you did have the king of the shit coins, you know, on, on your on on. You interviewed the king of the shit coins yesterday. Oh, that was a good show yesterday. It was actually a really good show. Like I watch every wrecked radio. Like, I make sure that I don't miss any programming at all. Uh, and there goes Ovi. Goodbye. And uh, <laughs> he's like, choose. Uh, and then, and then uh, look at him. Man, he's got some hairy legs, huh? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> tell me about it. I, um, but it's, uh, I was saying, I-, I watched the show. Like, Wiz was really good. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go full DGen, he's got it all covered. He's, I feel like he's like the D-Gen king, huh? Like he's the guy, right? Like what's his email list and whatnot? Like he, I know he's got like the whole thing going on, his Discord, his past. Like I feel like he's like the, like the king DJ. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's it, definitely like where he's, uh, where he's decided to uh, excel. I have to say the chat yesterday while I was watching your show was hilarious. Like everybody was going off. Like it was just so funny. Like both on it was Twitter. a good chat. I think <laughs> everyone also was hoping that he was going to call out some sort of shit. Because he during... tweeted. Like I know, I, and you guys I'm, were like, "Oh no!" I'm just glad that that didn't happen. Let's put it this way. Thank God he got rugged at the end, right? Yeah. Like he was. He tweeted. I was like, "I'm going to give the next shit corn on Wrecked Radio," and we were all like, "Yo." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you guys see this tweet? They're like, uh, no. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, it's so so funny. But yeah, that's what. Uh, sorry, I, I energy's not there. I I could sleep ten hours and not have energy. It's crazy. Um, 
Uh, and so, and so that's what went down. Um, and uh, and that was funny though. You you love to see that. I, I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, and uh, and uh, it was a great show again. So if you want to listen back, Rec Radio. Honestly, I usually couldn't uh, say watch it on YouTube, but for this one, I'll, I'll say probably watch it on space. Listen to it on spaces because there was some lag on Wiz's side. He was tr- like driving. She's <laughs> like, <laughs> the most worst thing to do. So that was that. Uh, but besides that, uh, on the NFT front, I did like, I want to talk about one thing. Um, uh, Mando, it's a conversation you had uh, back and forth with um, 9059. I'm just trying to find your twi- tweet, sorry, to pull it up. Uh, one second, right there. So you, you posted this tweet out uh, saying, what, price, um, what prices do these bottom at? What's the answer? Um, I think they have button. No, what's what? Let me go and open. <laughs> I just fucking hope so. Uh, oh no, they yeah. haven't. So ever but since. No, since then. So forty nine sixty five and forty nine thirty. So they're the same. So call it forty nine. So forty nine ETH is what um. What they're both at right now, um, and uh, yeah. So that's like the here. I'm looking at this. So forty nine, forty nine. Some Grail selling for cheap prices, man. Like yesterday. I saw this albino punk, frumpy hair female with the VR glasses. Sick. So I'll go for 64 ETH. And that's like the type of punks that like you would have never thought like if, if to ever see at these prices again. Honestly, like, it's the type of punks that you wouldn't mm. even think they would sell again. Really, like when you see this, like a museum piece punk. You know what I mean? Like seriously. And like <clears throat> it's beautiful. Uh, I'll share in a stream in a second. But what I want to talk about is you had this conversation uh, back and forth with nine oh five nine, and where is it this post? I, I think so. There it is. <clears throat> so you said when this when this goes stop. To which she replied, "I don't think price matters. You need the dynamic to change. As long as there are thirty farmers trading one hundred and fifty NFTs back and forth, hard for long term buyers to want to step in. Hard to see it slowing. And then." Um, you know, he, he, someone made a comment of a blur, and then so I'm not going to go into that because uh, I'm going to try and point fingers at anyone here. And then he said, honestly, I found it surprising. The last thing I expected was that blur giving the community $150 million liquidity and paying people 800 per day to bid and on NFTs would coincide with the two biggest, uh, uh, with the biggest two month tank and floor prices on record. To which you said he's completely right. Punk floor was stabled for eight months while crazy shit was going on in crypto, ETH, NFTs, and then that happened. So, I don't know if you want to like to comment on that, but it seems like that sums it up pretty well. Like it's interesting. Like the punk floor really went downhill from that, and that's a fact. Like we yeah, talked, like, it's yes. a perfect example. Like in that period yes, of time, you had the merge, you had um, FTX blowing up, along with a bunch of other things blowing up. You had NFT prices going up, down, everywhere over that period, and CryptoPunks didn't move. Literally, did not move. Um, and then within it's, I mean, it is crazy when you look at the graph and then within about a week of blur being introduced or punk OTC moving on to blur, this has happened. Um, so it's very, very different. And then that, then people are trying to like explain it as, Oh, it's the, it's the, it's ETH. It's, it's not it's, though. <laughs> it's, it's very clear that like that is the, the most obvious example. Like ETH moved in wild ranges when that wasn't happening for CryptoPunks. Um, and 
you know, wallets went up, wallets massively decreased over that time, and crypto products didn't move. It's just suddenly now this has happened. Um, it creates those strange incentives. So I don't know. I really don't know when this ends, but it's got to be when that those incentives start to die die down. And I think we said this when he came on the show like a while back, like I felt like that was going to be the main time. But um, the, yeah, like I think, uh, I think it really depends if they keep those double rewards going. It's very likely that they just keep them going for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, uh, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, Punk Floor was stable. Nobody was fucking with us. And win it until that happened. Like it was that little thing living on that fucking, you know, CryptoPunks.app website. You know, things were great. You know, like we weren't fucking with anything or anyone and nobody was fucking with us. <laughs> it was it was peace. And then bang. And I love how some people were claiming to think that this would actually be like be good for, for the CryptoPunks. Like maybe, yeah, it makes them more farmable, but it doesn't like it doesn't bring like like the people who are farming aren't like people who are looking to purvey and collect crypto punks for 10 years and want to see them. Like there's not people who care about seeing them at the Georges Pompidou. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's people who just want to you know, rack up some points and, and hope that on May 1st, which is coming soon, hopefully if there's not another delay, uh, get something out of it. So at this stage, like I have to agree with well, y'all. You just have to take, think about the incentives of someone in that, in that world. Okay. So you're bidding, you're bidding, you're bidding, you're earning X. And this like a, like I don't want to go into like maths, but like you're earning X. If you then get hit, as long as you sell it within that X price, so let's say you've made let's say you made the equivalent of 0.3 ETH you consider from bidding, and then you get hit, you've basically got to sell it within 0.3 ETH. Does that make sense? Like to make a profit. Yeah. So the incentive always drags the price down because. The, like you're getting rewarded for bidding. And then as soon as you get hit, you've basically just got to sell it within that reward to make, still make a profit. So basically it just drags the price down. Um, like naturally, like there's nothing, there's no fancy thing going on here. It's just like, that is just mass. Like you have an incentive for bidding. And then that means that if you then get hit, or then you then buy the, buy the, um, buy the NFT, you've got to sell it within that incentive and that, that that's just what's happening. It's just dragging the it's gonna keep on dragging the floor down. Like it's just it, that is the mathematical incentives for people who are doing this. Um yeah. So, I I yeah, I agree. I do want to mention though, like no, it's okay. But <laughs> it's not it's not that it's anybody's <laughs> I, it's I'm saying here being like, oh my god, this is you can point fingers, but when people have those incentives in the market. That is just naturally what they're gonna do. We had a great talk about it. There's this one clip that Jazz ended up making with the team, like talk, like it's a clip of me saying, like, the, when you turn the whole thing into a commodity, this is what you, happens. It is exactly what happened. It's not the way to put it, <laughs> you know. It commodity it, with that incentive, though. Is, is what, what happens in ten days? Do, what do we think? What, like, you know, what happens in ten days? Do we think maybe some buyers have been? The hopium is. Buyers are waiting on the sidelines to see what happens on May 1st. And like the real buyers are waiting for and to get back in because they've been sidelined. The other more realist is like, well, this is just going to keep bleeding. 
right? Like, Hopium is like, hey, buyers, like, I wouldn't want to buy a punk right now because I'm like, hey, maybe it's going to go to 30 ETH because of all this farming, right? And then, like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy two of them, you know? But maybe not. What do you think, Ovi? Are you muted? There's going to be this point where I think you're supposed to buy it. And, like, you have blur farming, which are, which are headwinds. You have the 3AC stuff that's coming. It's like some big, a lot of punks, some punks in there. There's a lot of art blocks. And, there's just going to be a moment. I don't know when that is. Maybe it's when Blair Farming ends. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's now. Who knows? Maybe it's lower. But where it would just be like Max Fearing, like, oh, this is like all going to zero. And then you might buy it. And the next thing you know, you'll end up firming it in, into it like 20 years higher than where the, the floor is. So it's just tough to judge where that is. I actually think like with punks, punks at 50 and it's still 100 grand, right? Um, I think if that number, if that dollar amount starts to drop to like, 60 grand or 70 grand i think that's when you meant to start averaging in but i also think everyone wants to do that there's a lot of buyers of the stuff out there i think a lot of people want to buy the three ac stuff as well they've probably been preparing or raising money for it so you know it's, it's sort of like a sell the room and buy the news kind of thing or buy the room and sell the news kind of thing um so i don't know but i think um i think there's going to be a great opportunity to buy all this stuff because it's very high quality assets which are just like pieces of nft culture and history um it's just like trying to optimize um optimize your your entry cost yeah i agree i mean speaking of which let's get into that right um there was an announcement yesterday made by soul the bees is this soul the bees verse or soul the bees that post i'm trying to is it the uh is this which one is the which is the post they made is it the grails one soul the bees grails is that what they're calling it no, that's another set. Yeah, yeah, it's called Grails. You, it, no, are you sure the 3AC thing is the Grails one? Yeah, yeah. This one. Okay. Yeah, because I saw Michael's post. By the way, his PFP is cool. I like that. It's cool. It's cool. It's really cool. So Michael Bohana is a friend, of course, and uh, he's the VP and head of digital art and NFTs and contemporary art sales specialist at Sotheby's. Right, that's the PFP. Did you make it for him? Or is yeah. that a... No, no, no way. I made, yeah. I made that's so cool. I like yeah. that. He's a great guy. Uh, but anyway, so... Yesterday, he announced... I'm trying to find the freaking tweet. I can't find it. Um, there it is. So yesterday, Michael Bohana said... Um, oh, there's... Uh-oh. Punk 9059's out here. We're going to get back to that conversation in a second then. <laughs> One second. Let me put the Soul of the Beast thing on hold for two seconds. I don't want to jump back between conversations. <laughs> What's up, Sam? How you doing? <laughs> what up, man? How's life? Life is good, man. Life is good. How's yours? <laughs> it's good, man. We got some snow here. I'm working on my show, the usual. Yeah, I love to see that. So, Sam, we're just talking about you. We're just Sam, I, I honestly didn't even know that. Yeah, we were we were just talking about you. We were we were just covering the back and forth you had with Mando yesterday on the timeline under his post about how how much lower does this go? I mean, how much lower are we going? Man, you know, I I think I'll feel better when you start to see like to me the equation is basically this: it's how many like long term holders dump NFTs into the vortex, which is just this tornado swirl where the same six guys pass NFTs back and forth. And then how many real holders come through and, and take them out? And I think right now we still have more people dumping NFTs into the vortex than real holders taking it out. And we, you know, we saw with Azuki, you know, Dingling came. Yeah, you know, he sold a Grail. He sold a Grail for like 180 ETH, or maybe it was even more, like 300 ETH. And then he swept the floor. 
And for a little while there, you really, Anazuki saw the airdrop farming stop and the floor went from like 13 to 15. You know, when people take the NFTs out of that pool, but in so many of these projects, I mean, Doodles, MeBits, Clones, Beans, uh, there are a couple guys really tracking. And, and we're literally talking hundreds and hundreds of NFTs uh, that are held by people who don't want to hold them. You know, so I, I, I just don't, you know, it, it's very, so that, that that's kind of how I'm looking at things is like, I just don't know what gets you out of this because the holders don't want them and they're also very short-term in nature. So, But it, I guess my thing is it's do, it doesn't even matter about... You could have the stable number of demand. Like, let's say the number of like demand was absolutely stable over this period. And with these incentives, it drags the floor price down. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if, like, it doesn't matter like, if people yeah, are trying to get... Uh, I mean, I... Like we said when I was there, you know, there, there's a reason that Prada doesn't sell their bags at Costco. You know, I think when, when you're dealing with a high-end brand, you know, it's bad for the brand when 100 get dumped at a discount. I mean, that's kind of one thing that, that I've been thinking about. The other thing is, you know, I, I worked on an equities trading floor for eight years. And you have what's called a blocks trading team, where if someone wants a lot of liquidity, you know, the blocks team will go and find, try to find holders who uh, will hold the stock for a long time, who aren't immediately going to dump it. They'll give them a discount to the floor. And that's kind of how, like, most asset classes aren't prepared for just enormous amounts of supply to hit all at once. But what happened here is with the incentive structure, you ended up getting short-term holders, the opposite of a blocks team, right? That trades to long-term holders at the discount. You had short-term holders uh, who were incentivized to pay over, who were, who were bidding up for NFTs. So you had short-term holders pay a premium and just massive supply get dumped into those hands. And, you know, and I think when, when people see that happen, it doesn't matter the asset class, but particularly in a collectible, you know, you're just not prepared for, like, there's really, it's very hard to find the demand to get out of that kind of cycle that, that got triggered there. And I think, Mando, you were right. You know, like, you know, I, I, I used to tweet just a month ago, I was tweeting that like in through FTX, through Luna, through everything, you know, Punk's floor just was stable. It did not move more than 10% over a course of a week for nine months. And then the minute this happened, we saw a pump, tons of supply got dumped into what I call the vortex. And, you know, it's, it's in the floor has gone from 75 to 49 since then. So I, I think it's hard to, to kind of get away from this dynamic and the impact it's having. I like the vortex comment. Yeah, I mean, I, what happens on May 1st, right? Like, is this going to keep going? Is this going to not keep going? I don't know, but... I, I think you have two things. One, one is that the, the incentives are going to stay, right? So you, you get rid of the 2x thing, but the incentives are still going to be there. And I think a lot of this isn't, like, calculated. It's just people who are addicted to the game. So I, I don't think a ton of people are going to go away. Uh, the second thing is you might get, you know, trait bidding. You know, we might get something new. Like, I think yeah. trait bidding is going to... Who knows what wrench that's going to throw? I mean, the last thing I ever expected, the last thing I expected is that Blur was going to give $120 million of liquidity to the community. They were going to commit to dropping 500 to 600 ETH every single day to traders in exchange for them bidding on NFTs. And prices would go down. Like, it's so counterintuitive. It's just so hard to predict how these huge kind of just changes to the ecosystem are going to impact prices, you know? So who knows what's going to happen on May 1st. I, I, I do think, uh, I, I don't think the bidding is going to go away, but maybe you are starting to see some bidders exit. You know, one of the biggest airdrop farmers 
you know, moved a lot of money off of floor yesterday. Uh, you, you know, and I think there's just a lot of supply that's going to have to find a home before things can uh, normalize. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, we'll see where that takes us. I'm looking at this post from Tyler from two hours ago. I guess I missed that. I didn't see it. Unique daily NFT traders were at just 8,000 yesterday, down a whooping 50% this week. The combination of high gas fees, meme coin alternatives, and whales pulling liquidity has had drastic impact. Where is the bottom? So at 8,000 active tra- I mean, the meme coins, have, I mean, NFT, I, I love that. Was it, which one of you two? Was it Ovi tweeted, uh, like, uh, Dex Tools is the most, uh, what is yeah. it? You said yeah, um, the most visited, uh, most visited website by NFT holders. Yeah, I thought that was great. It's like it's like that. It is what I mean. It's true. I mean, we're we're trying to do the stubs thing, even with our optimized gas contract, <laughs> and shit is crazy right now. So it's like I, I'm even scared to give the code out because I don't want people to be like un, like you know not happy about all this stuff. But it is what eight thousand, eight thousand. Uh, <laughs> 8,000 active traders in NFTs right now. That's, 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 that's a stat, huh? What was the top like active traders? Do you know, Sam? Maybe like 60, 70,000. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think like somewhere between 50 and a hundred thousand per day, but, uh, I'm not a hundred per, I have to grab my charts. Yeah. I mean, as long as like the number of people who actually have NFTs in the wallet grows, in my opinion, it's not, it's, it's not the end of the world. Uh, which a lot of people are using NFTs without actually knowing they're using NFTs. So just like when we were partnered with Sora, so it's easy to plug them. But you know, there's they're they're, they're not slowing down whatsoever. There's not a lot of uh, users and whatnot. But it's just interesting to see um, how this is all going down. It's not great for sure. But hey, like NFT, I mean, we all know, and it's not like they left. Like the other eight thousand because we had fifteen k at some point. Sam used to post about it. Like the other eight k didn't leave the space. They're just trading shit coins or not trading NFTs. Like they're there. Like I don't like our so growth on socials is still. I'm seeing because I'm in the business of media. So like I, we analyze and study our data month to month. Rug Radio, we look at all our creators across the board. You guys' stats, my stats, everyone's stats. We're growing like insanely month to month. Like the actually month to month growth of Rogue Radio in terms of stats is, is impressive. So I just want to give people, maybe if it gives people some hope in that front because we do study the data every day, like the engagement and the growth and like even my personal platform, like it, there was a lull at some point. Like I used to see like how traders are going stats, like in terms of like my personal social media growth on Twitter. Cause I had capped at some point. Cause like how many more people can follow me in NFTs, right? Once you hit 200 K 300 K it's like, Whoa. And lately it's just been actually like picking up and growing even faster. So look, I'm not saying this is a reflection of the market cause floors are down, but like adoption isn't. So Maybe a little light. That's the Froak Alpha, man. That's just the Froak Charisma fucking going viral. You know? <laughs> That's all that is. The bait is the market. That's flat. Yeah, but Rock Radios is too. Like, it's just Froak. Like, I'm looking at our creators, like, even like the smaller ones, right? That's like, and even. My, my video from a couple of days ago got a ton of views, like, more, at least much more than we normally get. Mm-hmm. And that was because I think we had Pepe on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, people are interested in the yes. story. There's stuff people are interested. Like, Milady M- is on fire. You have a Milady. few of these projects. Like, Milady, I, I just tweeted about it. Everyone's like, that's because these are the people who are making money off Pepe. I like, mean, DJ there, Harambe there is leading the fucking on. pack. I mean, a Milady is leading the pack. Uh, he was like the first person, like, I think the biggest holder, like the fifth person. Like, the number, like all of them, like the t- <laughs> are Milady. So, you know, and they're also a big group of rich crypto Twitter people. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up. I think it's great. Um, 
Do you, you know? guys know the story? What's the other one called? It's uh, I don't know. Sorry if you guys talked R- about R- it. What is it? Yeah, redacted Romilio babies. Like I thought this was like a new project because it just mooned up to like twice five uh, but it was launched in August. It was launched. I think it's like their second. I don't know enough. Sobe and D's know much more about this than I do, so I can ask them. But I believe it was their secondary collection. But someone can always like if someone wants to correct me in the chat or or DM me the right accurate information. I'm happy to correct it. But I believe it was like the second. Like you know what I mean? It's like the second. Uh, I don't know. Listen. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting. I think it's <laughs> it's it's a funny it's a funny time. It's a funny time in space. <laughs> I I have to say I am having a lot of fun. You know I don't know about y'all like you know let us know in the chat like are you having fun? Are you enjoying the space right now? Are you not like is there like you know I know prices are down, but aside from that like you know I I think like you know Mando like you made tweets about the space like needing more fun a few m- months ago like that was mm-hmm. a, a low for me like I thought the timeline was just like. Blah, and now the timelines are euphoric. Why? When everyone's making money, everybody likes each other. Like I, see, I'm seeing people. Is the, the timeline euphoric? They, they were euphoric at least 24 hours. The shit coins. Shit yeah. coins. Yeah. <laughs> like when everybody's making money, everybody's happy. When nobody's making money, everybody's like a scammer, right? Um, I, I just, I think, I think floor prices are going to keep on going lower. Like I don't see what stops this. Like Blur has no incentive to stop their oh their their farming rewards. Because they're the winner out of all of this, um, they've they've still got crazy um, market cap. Even if the number of wallets stays completely flat over this period, and w- the issue is we are seeing dropping in the number of wallets. But even if it was completely fat uh, flat, the incentives would be that floor prices go lower. Um, I'm not sure if they're a winner here, though. I mean, if you actually look at blur volume, it's going down too. Well, because of pro, right? No, Pro's not touching it. I just think it's because oh. everyone's losing money. You know, people are losing, like, their volume's going down. I think farmers are starting to, like, the, the airdrop farmers broadly are losing money. There are a couple who are not. I mean, I've started to follow a couple. Like, there are some who are incredibly good and incredibly manipulative. Like, like there's one dude who basically is, yeah, there's one guy, like, clones is an interesting one to follow. There's a dude who, you know, he, he'll, he'll bid on 300 clones. And he, he's bought 150 over the past week and then he dumped them all at 270 and then he bought them all back at 250 you know but once he buys he'll put up a wall of 300 he'll, he'll bid for 300 nfts see that's the fucking so, thing bro like how are you supposed to grow in this environment like you're not you're not would but you he, want to grow he's growing yeah he is. so the so the way this works though so if you put up a wall for 300 and most of the people who want to sell have largely sold, whatever. You know, there's still more sellers coming in. But like, you know, an NFT here, an NFT there. The thing that the 300 wall does, he did the same thing with beans. He just dumped 200 beans just now. But when you put up a wall, <laughs> when you put up a 300 wall, literally, literally jump, two, drop 200 beans uh, an hour ago and then bid for 600. But when you put up that 300 wall, if other people want to get points, airdrop farming, they can't really get any. Because with 300, you know, they don't, you're monopolizing the points. Like, they only get one 300th for, for bidding on one. So they have to bid a little bit higher than you. There's and no chance those walls this is create more space. bids. There's no ch- Like, this man is giving me statistics here. His name is NFT Statistics. And he's really non-biased. Like, literally, like, doesn't have skin in any game on any platform. There's no chance. Like, when I listen to this, and everyone can make their own conclusions. And I'm speaking on my behalf, not on behalf of Rock Radio or Ovi and Mando. But I... I don't think this is a positive. Like, I don't, I can't, when I'm given, presented these facts, like, I just don't see, like, 
Why would you want to buy a fucking clone? Like no one would. Like I mean, no, let's say for community, I get it. Like let's say you're actually trading. Why would you want to trade in this environment? Like of course NFT traders are down. There's nothing to make. Go trade shitcoins. Go actually ETH is an incredible fun thing to trade these days. You just had to pump the 21 ETH. You know, if if you're good at this shit, you know, you sell that shit when you see markets euphoric, you buy back. Like, there's like so much just ups everywhere else, but in that, right? Unless you're trading Nakamigos, which has been pretty good for a lot of people lately, right? Yesterday, a lot of people made a kidding on it with the like if you wake the bottom, but there's no chance it's good for the space. But anyways, um, it is what it is, right? So I think I think that's clear. But I, like 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 I was saying, I don't think this is great. Sorry, I I got to I, I diverge there, but I just don't think this is great for Blur. You know, their volume's going down. I think the, the, the sentiment towards them isn't very positive. You have a few kind of maxis with them, but broadly speaking, I, people I think are kind of, you know, again, people used to like trading clones, trading the different traits, doing whatever. And now it's, I mean, there's, you really have to be so careful trading any of this stuff because there's this thing happening that unless you're in the right Discord group that tracks this stuff, you have no idea what's going on. Um, so I just don't think it's good for the space. We're losing users. We're losing volume. You know, Blur, Blur wants NFTs to do well. I mean, that they're in the NFT exchange business. You know, so I, I don't know. I'm not sure what they do about it, but I, I think that what they've unleashed here has not. I, I, I don't know if it's exactly what they intended. I, I, I tend to think not because this looks nothing like traditional markets. I mean, they talk a lot about traditional markets, but traditional markets don't have people incentivized to put on weird trades. You know, traditional markets, you make money based on if you, you know, if you None can offload yourself. You to build a wall and, yeah. you know, like far. You have a wall. You'd be like incentivized to put bids in Robinhood and then yeah. the exact same thing would happen. You know, TradFi, like Mando, you must be laughing when you see people talk about traditional markets and comparing it to the blur farming. Like, it's like, dude, like go to fucking finance school or something. But you know what's funny? It's is I, it, one thing, though, I do want to I do, do want to make one quick point is I do like. The one thing I think is like it's got nothing to do with like I like what you say stats. I think when stats says, look, like these are the stats, but I don't think Blur is like wants the market to be bad because they literally need the market to be good for even them to do well because they're an NFT marketplace. They're not a shitcoin market. You can't buy a shitcoin on Blur. You can't trade ETH on Blur. You can only trade ERC seven. Actually, I can't even trade an ERC eleven fifty five yet. On Blur, right? So they're they're strictly oh. seven twenty ones. So, I guess m m the point I was making there is: Do you think they're going to turn off the double rewards points? Of course, they have to, bro. They, they I think they will. Them. I just don't think it's going to matter. Okay, I think they're going to keep it going for longer. They just extended it, bro. And you saw that we we were Stas was on our stage the day they extended it, and he was pointing out the vitriol on the timeline. Like, remembering, we have a couple clips out there about that. Like, the, remember the timeline? Like, it's crazy. Like, a month, two months ago, you would make a, a poll out. Like, if you think it's net positive, negative for, for the space, everybody would think, like, it's positive. Like, literally, like, blur blur people and fans would come at you, like, uh, like your NFT project, like, uh, 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 MFers, and come at you if, on the timeline if you'd say anything. Now it's flipped. Like, the sentiment has actually flipped. It's not me giving me my, an opinion of what I think. It's just I'm, I'm reading socials every day. Right, it's our job. Like the sentiment seriously flipped. It's not on, you know, and it's not on the investors of Blur either. I always see people saying, "Oh, look, it's backed by." Like, do you think these motherfuckers were presented? Hey, we're gonna do this for drop farming. We're gonna wreck the market. You invest in that? No, dude. Like they just invested in the, in the marketplace that thought the people thought was gonna be the open sea killer, and that people thought would be like a big marketplace. And guess what? Like. 
they're doing well on that investment. GG. <laughs> so it's not even that. Like, you know, but I don't know. Ovi, what do you what do you make of all this? Yeah, look, I think um I I don't think whether whether they double rewards or not double rewards, I think that stuff won't make much of a difference. And I think a lot of people just went gung ho. I think a lot of people it's funny because like everyone faded blur the blur I dropped to begin with, so no one participated in it. And people who did in the first round made a shitload of money. Then everyone's like, oh wow, these guys made a little money. Let me FOMO into this now. And now they're they're all underwater. Um and I think for the next airdrop, you have to think the token price drops because like there's gonna be more suppliers and it's gonna drop and you have a starting price as well. So you know you can like actually have a concept of like where it is and where it could go. Um I think the stuff that Sam mentioned on like trade bidding and all that kind of stuff, like you have to think it's coming. Like if Blur wants to be competitive with OpenSea, they have to have similar features, which is which has to include like trait bidding, be able to bid on individual items, um, be able to bid based on rarity, all this kind of stuff. Like you have to think that's coming. And my guess is that's the way you're going to get like, be able to farm the next amount of airdrop. And I think that will make collecting better because it's going to be less homogenized. Um, but at the same time, like will pe- have people been, will people be already way too bad to actually care about that and um, care about, you know, earning more blur. Um, uh, but I think that's I think that's likely what we see next. Yeah, it's uh, we'll see. I mean, next thing you know, maybe they incentivize something that helps the market. I don't know. Like I'd like to think that there's some smart people behind there, right? So uh, if they got to that point, so um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, on that front. I do want to talk about the 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 Sotheby's sale real quick before we get to the before we get to to John and and the lost wall. Just quickly, uh, I got the I got the the milady answer. See, there's always someone in the audience that, that help us out. So shout out to Leftover Sushi. I love the names in the space. <laughs> Their name is Leftover Sushi Ramadan Arc. And, uh, and, <laughs> and the bio reads, Milady World Order, Ponzi Trader, Freethinker, Creative Kanda. I love that. I, I just love this space. And so and so thank you for 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 clarification. Is it's the second collection, uh, the Remilio. Uh, it took half a year to mint out. But different from other projects, second gen collection, many regard Romilio as one on one with Milady just for the young boys and think it's will a trend one one with Milady in the future. Well trained, but there's like a, a anyways. All right, so that's the answer. Uh, that, that for me, that's the answer I got. So uh, it's like uh, it's another collection, uh, part of the same um, same eco. Uh, you love to see it. So, anyways. Uh, back to the back to the Sotheby's, uh, which we were about to talk about. There's a, quite an important sale happening in the space. Something that's been talked about every single like in Charleston, I mean, people are talking about it multiple. When this uh, this whole thing started happening uh, with 3AC, so of course, as you probably know, and if you don't, like basically 3AC, which was um, Three Hours Capital, uh, they had partnered. I think it was with GVD to to make this fund called Starnight Capital, and Starnight Cap uh, had started just like seizing all the memes of production. So that was like. That was like peak 2021 euphoria. Take me back because that was something, right? When 3AC came in and they bought the punks and they bought autoglyphs and they were buying ringers and it was like millions and millions. How much do you guys know how much money they spent back then? It was like absurd. Like it was tens of millions of dollars, I'd say. Like, do you know stats? I know they bought a, I, in ETH. I mean, they bought a ringer for 1800 ETH. At $4,000 ETH though. Uh, yeah, I, I, at eighteen hundred, I think it may be three thousand. So it's made like a seven million dollar ringer. Yeah. So they were. They bought a subscape, a subscape, which I think now is like a ten floor. They bought one for four hundred twenty ETH. 
this guy just they just paid through the roof for a lot of our blocks. Oh my god, yeah, they came in to bought the R blocks top. I remember that. Um, I think it was more. I think they spent one hundred twenty million dollars actually, or a hundred. Like I don't know what it is. It was a crazy amount. Again, happy to be corrected if someone has the stats. But anyways, so Michael Bohano of Sotheby's announced that their their Sotheby's actually handling the sale, but he was saying uh, with amazing. Uh, it was. It's going to be uh, made in a certain order, right? Um, and and uh, and it's saying we've established a very strong sales strategy to offer the works progressively and via different sale formats and venues to achieve the highest results on behalf of our clients and the artists. Uh, so Sotheby's verse posted one of the most significant collections of digital art ever assembled, which is true, is coming to an auction at Sotheby's um, across a series of multiple sales through uh, 2023. Uh, it all starts 19th of May during the marquee sale week at Sotheby's. So it seems like it's going to be like dropped in in bats, bits and pieces across the rest of the year. Um, and so it's uh, it's pretty wild. I wonder if there's like a so I wonder if there's like a if there's like a do you guys know the wallet so I can show the work because it's actually pretty crazy. Oh, someone sent it to us. Um, it's easy to find if you find the punk that they had. It's this punk. Yeah. Um, oh, here, just find the Fidenza. Boom. You know they also got like an OG DJs in there as well. Do they? Yeah, <laughs> they bought one OG. DJ. There is no way they've got an OG DJ. No, they, do. they genuinely do. I'm not joking. They genuinely is that do. is that going to be auctioned at Sotheby's? No, I don't. Think, I think so they have a lot of things that aren't. That and yeah, that one's Let's but, speak to Michael Buhana. Let's get that DJ at Sotheby's. I told him we want that one, so we'll try and get it back. <laughs> Hold on, let me wait, find the wallet. Wait, I think on. I got it. I think I think I got it. Wait, it's so it's two sixteen Fidenza. So boom, I got the wallet. Boom, there we go. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stuff has been sent to them, like a uh, Nakamigo. But uh, hold on, let me go and like price, like let me go on like uh, high to low. I think it's what, what I think is interesting here, and this kind of ties back to the blur conversation, right? These guys know, right? So, so there are 30 Fidenzas for sale. Okay. There have been seven Fidenza sales in the past month. Okay. The blur approach is to basically have just go bid above market for as many Fidenzas as want, and then have them all in the hands of, of people who don't want them, and then just watch what happens to the market. And you get what we saw, which is floors go from 10 to 2. So Sotheby's gets that. Like you, with collectibles with limited holder bases, you cannot just provide massive liquidity above market for sellers when no one wants it. So what they're saying is like, we are going to like auction this slowly off over the course of the year so that the market can digest it. We will do it via auctions. We will do some of it via one-on-one meetings, some of it via private sales. Like this is the only way you can actually move this much supply in a collectible asset class with only a thousand pieces, like in a Fidenza, you, you know? So it's, it's really the opposite of what we've seen with Blur. Uh, it's, they're just saying like the only way that this does not completely nuke the market. There are 30 Fidenzas coming for sale, 17 ringers, 13 archetypes. Like in each case, that's more than three months liquidity is to just do it slowly and to make sure the market realizes like, otherwise it's terrible for the sellers. It's terrible for the buyers. The entire marketplace, no one wants to buy. So the prices just go lower and lower because these asset classes aren't made for, you know, 10, even three, 5% of the supply coming out at once. And that that's what's happening here. Dude, it's, some of these prices are fucking, like I'm looking through the wallet. They have your twin, Ovi. Saw that? Your punk twin? Yeah. They have a lot of punks. That's, that's the, is that the famous punk uh, KBM flip for a million dollar profit in one day? 
I'm pretty sure it is. The zombie one with the, the ass eater zombie. Yeah, the ass eater zombie. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, that's the one. So that was the infamous like uh, keyboard monkey flip, 400 to 800 ETH in 24 hours, made a million bucks. I remember being in the south of France and watching all this unfold and them just going crazy. Um, and it's uh, so that's that's the wallet, man. Are they are they the ones who also bought the Def Beef set from Keyboard Monkey for 2100 ETH? No, no, that's not them. I don't think so. Um, but wow, what a collection. They also have like, wow, look at the Fidenza collection. They have a whole, wow, how many Fidenzas? 30. 30. Yeah. <coughs> wow. Wow, bunch of brand, the pegs. <laughs> They've got all the pegs, look at that. They were bidding, oh, that pep, that, that one's sick. God, the ringers, bro. <sighs> If you go and click on like the price tag they paid on those ringers, it's actually wild. Um, if you look at them, but there's a there's a lot going on. So it's interesting the way Sotheby's is approaching this. Um, I kind of like the approach, honestly. No, like, what do you guys think? I like it. I think it's uh, look, it's going to be interesting. This is the thing that's going to dominate the market at the upper end for the next few weeks now. So um, I kind of like the way they've done it and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's funny because I think um, I'm sure we'll get a lot of fun on the timeline. It's like, oh, why are they going with the Sotheby's and why they're not just doing it through OpenSea or whatever. But, um, you know, for for bankruptcy proceedings, you need to have all this stuff KYC'd. So um, it has to be done in, in a, like an, it's an official matter. Yeah, it's an official exactly. bankruptcy proceeding because yeah. you had to file for Chapter 21, right? Yeah, exactly. So it had to be done in like an official manner, which is obviously understandable. I'm trying to find like, they had another wallet. They, they have another wallet, guys, that they used to buy because I didn't see any of the one-on-ones in that wallet. They had a wallet where they used to buy. Remember that DK Motion one-of-one they bought for, for – no, it was Searlight. They bought a Searlight one-of-one at some point uh, for an important amount of money, and they, they had collected really beautiful collection of one-of-ones. Like it's, it's, it, was, um, it was pretty wild um, how many NFTs and how much stuff they had bought. So anyways – uh, so that's uh, that's going down in the NFT in the NFT space, and then the last thing, and then I'm gonna get to 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 the to the last wallet. Was I don't know if you guys saw uh, there was uh, the reason why Nakamigos had quite the had quite the run up yesterday is because they tweeted something about later this year something's gonna come, and we we don't know anything else. But that was that was that was the tweet. Um, they said they, there was a tweet 23 hours ago. Uh, I, I see, uh, John, you're, you're, you're quite the amigo. I saw you change your PFP last week to the Croco amigo. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember they convinced me. Yeah, I saw that. They got you. And then you were probably in PFP jail for a bit. Um, so <laughs> uh, so uh, Nakamigos are half the story. Next part coming for holders later this year. So that was, uh, that's, the, that's all we got. You know, uh, if one thing I've learned in the space is later this year, usually doesn't help. Because uh, <laughs> MFers want now, but uh, but I'm curious again to see uh, where that story, how that story unfolds, and uh, and uh, and what happens, uh, you know, uh, on that front. So that was the reason why if people are curious on the show uh, why um, um, why things uh, you know went absolutely like uh, you know uh, haywire. So that's about it. So that's that was it uh, on the market front, NFTs, all things and whatnot. But anyways, I'm gonna segue here. Uh, to John Carp, our friend. I mean, John, you're becoming a regular on the show. Hey, yeah, happy to be there. This is what I was saying. You know, I feel like uh, I need to bring you the coffee, like uh, like like the intern, the official intern of Radio GM Rep Three. Happy to be there with you, <laughs> guys. We have an intern. Let's go. We have an intern. We need one. 
We have an intern. We have an intern. And it's, it, I mean, it's quite the legend of an intern, if you ask me, you know, quite the legend, you know. it's Amazing, uh, amazing, yeah. amazing. So special uh, uh, that John gets to bring us coffee every morning. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Farouk, so much for having us here. Uh, my name is Lambo. I am the community manager for The Lost Wallet. Lambo. I just wanted to thank you really quick for having us on your platform and giving us the opportunity to share what we're doing with your audience. It's very, very prestigious. Uh, really quick, before we get into everything, I actually wanted to share with you, uh, we're giving away a Nakamikos. Oh, right now here? Yeah. Uh, in a sense, in a sense, we are giving away a Nakamikos. Okay. You can find out more at the, towards the end of the spaces. Let's just say that. But uh, here, I'm going to go ahead and share it. Yeah, pin it. Pin it. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and share it. So what we have here is one of the NFTs that you have the potential to win as being a part of the Lost Wallet. So let me not get too ahead of myself and let me explain what it is that we are. So the Lost Wallet, we are an alternate reality gaming experience, an ARG. And what we are going to end as is the biggest giveaway to ever happen in Web3 history. And why is it that I'm saying that? Because we are going to give away a crypto punk. I just shared it at the top. I am not kidding. We are giving away punk 2672. No, this is true. This this is true. Is very true. And anyone in the audience right now, please take a look above. That is the punk that you have the potential to win for zero dollars. Our ARG, our games are completely free. All you have to do is be one of our supporters. We have an amazing community so far. We are in the beginning of the quests, and we are so excited, so, so, so excited to develop what it is that we have planned for all of you. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Someone, You have some fans, man. Someone's saying you're the hardest working MF in crypto in the comments right now. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I love that. And, you know, oh, there's Leviator. Leviator has joined us. Leviator, uh, let me add a speaker. Leviator has joined us on stage. The punk, the lost punk, right? That that is uh, that someone is gonna win, uh, you know, in uh, NFC Lisbon. I mean, John. I mean, we already talked about NFC and everything. I know we're gonna talk about it even more closer to. I mean, you y'all should start booking your tickets, y'all, if you're listening. June seven, eight, nine. We'll be out there big. We'll be out there big, big. All of us, like the whole team, whole squad. We're all going to Lisbon. We're all going on Mando's turf. You know, he promised me. The trip of my life. He was like, "Listen, I'm gonna show you the best falafel." And okay, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like the me in Paris, no, because that was me in Paris, John. I was like, "Je les ai dans le marais," and I was like, "You know, I'm gonna bring you the best falafel you've ever had." But <laughs> so you gotta think. But you know, he promised me the best soup. Um, you know, I sure, I sure need that right now. But John, tell us more about the lost wallet. Tell us what's going on. How do people win this punk? What's going down? What's with Leviator? What's this, all these weird tweets I get tagged on? You know, I think, you know, especially, you know, with all the show you did just the last hour, you know, some people could feel depressed. And mm -hmm. this is why we're here, my friend. This Let's is why go. we're here, because we had to bring joy. We're here to bring what people need. We need something free. Yes. We need to play. We need to be together. And we need to stop, you know, all this, uh, you know, yeah. You know, just think about a massive game. And this is what we need, you know. We're thinking about what is missing right now in the space. We are missing stories. You know, and I've been analyzing the space the last 
few years now, I've been seeing, you know, the metaverses, the PFP collections, and uh, everything happening and planning and doing. And what we try to do is a common experience. It's not about only me behind the project. It's a big team of uh, almost, uh, yeah, 15 people working on it, plus a lot of partners. This, you know, some of them are in the space now. Decentraland, the Sandbox, Over mm-hmm. the Reality, uh, and uh, like a lot of metaverses, like Brand New Vision. Basically, we try to bring all the key, you know, metaverses in the space and create together a common experience with a story. And what is the story? This is a story of this dear friend, Leviator, who's basically, uh, you know, a professional in... AI, and he's a whale also, and he uh, has some gems in his wallet. And <laughs> if you follow this, <laughs> if you follow his account, you will see that basically, basically something bad happen, happening to him. We don't know exactly what happened to him, but something bad is happening to him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because for some reason, I don't want to say much more, and this is all the, also the thing, you have a story, but some, an, an evil company may try to hat them to his days and want to take the hand on his wallet. Not only for the crypto punk, not only for all the artists who gave him, you know, some gems. And there are a lot of artists, actually, you know, you can watch the wallet who gave him some stuff. But also to have access to one special NFT. We don't know what it is, but it's a special NFT and it's pretty mysterious. And you need to follow the story. And the story is basically, you know, starting right now every week. Every week, if you follow his account, you see that he's not managing the account anymore. It's just an AI who took the control. And the AI will send you some me- weird messages. And if you, li- see those, <laughs> if you see these weird messages, you will discover every week in which metaverse you need to go. And then, you know, basically find a way to find the, the, the keyword of the seed phrase. And every week you can find a new keyword mm. until you find the 24 keywords that will give you the access to the wallet. And it's totally free. You know, the, you know we're doing things thanks to all the partners who are financing this, you know, all the metaverse solution and the PFP. And you have more brands also who are taking part of it that will be revealed step by step. But, you know, the point is that you can play for the punk, of course, you can play for the wallet, you can play for the community, but you can play also for the story. And we really see that, you know, as a small TV show, you should watch, you know, there are some trailers every week with a new episode, with a new video explaining what's going to happen. And I will let my dear friend Lost Wallet maybe complete because actually, you know, they are, the team is working. I'm just I just gave a punk. <laughs> you know, it's simple. <laughs> I, just, I just gave a punk. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, John, so much. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, John explains it so beautifully. He does. So, so, so beautifully. I appreciate it so much. Let me explain really quick what it is that an ARG is, because that is the main question that we get. So the Lost Wallet, we're a metaverse ARG. And an ARG is an alternate reality gaming experience that is an interactive networked narrative uses real world elements to create a unique story that unfolds over time. Players are going to participate in the game by competing in quests. These quests can involve solving puzzles, completing tasks, and uncovering the secrets to progress. 
The goal of the ARG is to instill a sense of immersion into the quest itself, but also blurring the line between the game and reality. So what we are, what CLW's ARG is a fully immersive experience that will require you to take a deep dive into the metaverse if you want to be successful. And at times, players are going to find themselves questioning what is reality and what is the metaverse. So as of right now, we are on the fourth quest out of 24. It is underway. If you want to get started on any of the quests for the Lost Wallet, give us a follow. Give us a follow. Join our Discord. And uh, actually, I, I had to say, I'm, I was kind of surprised. Um, it doesn't really make sense. I don't know how Leviator could join up. Uh, uh, we have an AI running uh, the account now. Well, it took over the account. We actually don't really have an option right now. Uh, so I'm not really <laughs> sure how Leviator is up here to speak. I, I, I wouldn't assume that they have anything to say. But um, yeah, no, just very strange. So just so you all know, when I tell you you need to uncover secrets to progress, when I tell you that there's a lot more than on the surface level that is happening in our ARG, it is just that you will not be able to solve the quest and find your way to the end without not just deep diving into what is Web3, but into each partner's metaverse. We are very lucky that we have over on the stage right now, which is our current quest partner and is amazing, amazing to work with. And they actually release some uh, uh, special things in their metaverse exclusively, exclusively during our ARG. And we also have Worlds Up here, which is one of our other amazing, amazing partners that we've had the pleasure to work with. So uh, as you can see, we have a repertoire of the best metaverses in the entire universe of Web3. And we are uh, only asking our participants to give us a little bit of their time and to experience metaverses that maybe they wouldn't have had a hand in. Maybe they would have never experienced. Yeah, man. So tell me, what do you think, Farouk? I, I think this is fun. I, I mean, we we always preach that, you know, we want more fun in the space. You know, what John Carp was saying. Listen, someone's going to win a fucking punk from this. And this is legit as it gets. I mean, John, Car John Carp's no joke. So, so I know it's legit. And the other day, it's funny. It's funny you say that because, of course, like, you know, we're coming to NFC and, and, and we're media partners for the event. And, of course, I know about the Lost Wallet because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the, the the, it started at NFT Paris, or at least I saw stickers around and and things going on. Or the first clues, and and I remember, um, and I remember uh, people. Um, and, and then the other day I saw these tags because, of course, I, I'm sharing. By the way, just so you guys know, I'm sharing on the screen like the Levator account, and I saw these like weird tags. It's like this account tagging me, like um, saying it was like. I can I can be in control if I want to, Rug Radio. The power I possess, I can control as I please, Farouk. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, is someone about to come and like, try to fuck with me again on Twitter? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was my first reaction. I was like, bro. I'm like, really? Because I was so tired, too. I was like, And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, that's the lost punk. I'm like, that's him. I'm like, hell, yeah. I'm safe. And, you know, it's super cool. But just quick. I before I, I go don't back to know. You, yeah. yeah. I don't like, know what I'm happened. Like, I don't there. know what's going on. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on with that AI? Like, trying to come after me. Like, dude, like, threat no, coming yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, like, it really, it really <laughs> happened. Our, our goal was to, you know, like, someone was going to run the account or whatnot. And, and we Your created AI's this coming AI after me now. Is and he... the AI, no, the AI, like we have no <laughs> access to the Leviator account. Like, I'm not kidding. We, we created all these different uh, prompts and different stuff that was supposed to go out via the AI. And then 
We got locked out. We're completely locked. I'm not kidding. No, we're completely locked out of the Leviator account. It's all being ran by the AI. Like, we, we have no idea. I mean, what's this going MFR right is now. going crazy. Uh, this MFR is going absolutely crazy right now. But just quickly, I do have to give the stubs quote for everybody. The stubs quote is simple. I'm going to let you guys guess. It's, uh, I mean, what's today, right? You know, it's, it's three digits. What's today, John Carp? What's the date? Special day, no? Today is a special day, yeah. <laughs> Ovi, what's today? <laughs> a special day. What's the special day? What's the three-digit day? What do we call it? <laughs> we don't. We don't have. We don't have four twenty in, in in Europe. So. Well, it's four twenty. So you know the code is four twenty four two zero. You know, <laughs> three digits. Of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course you of know, I, I had no idea what you've been talking about. And say, well, yeah, of course, happy four twenty, everybody. <laughs> you know, I gotta give a warning though. Gas is insanely high today. So if you can't afford gas for free mint, please, please don't even try. Like I, we have optimized contract that went out last night, John, mind you, and like even with that, it's like still like in the twenties, which is better than. You know, than most right now, you're looking up to like 50 bucks in gas and whatnot. But still, like, please, uh, 420 is the code for today's free stub. And today is the burn for, for Gemma. So for his piece, which is absolutely beautiful. I can't wait. Oh, whoa. whoa. What's the- <laughs> what? What the hell? What is going on? What? I believe Leviathan wanted to say something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Leviathan. Oh, he left. He left. What's going on? Guys, 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 guys. I what believe he left. Guys, what just happened? I mean, your, your AI took over the space. It's going absolutely I, berserk. Hey, 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 hey. There's a code shared at the top. There's a code. Sh- uh, can someone delete that? Can someone please remove that? I'm not removing it. I, I do you want I me to remove it? Do you really uh, want me to? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what's going on right now, guys. I have no idea what's going on right, right now. Guys. I removed it. I removed that. Okay. Removed okay. It. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. I have no idea what just happened right now. Uh. I wasn't yeah. kidding. I didn't expect you guys to bring up uh them on stage. Actually, I got a little nervous when I when I saw that happen. I I just wasn't exactly sure what's going to happen. So uh. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, uh, that's that's the AI. That's Sam. We have no control over Sam right now. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, so that's the, the, the... I'm not exactly sure. Oh, wow. So basically, I'm not sure if Leviator just hacked the spaces right now, guys. Did you guys mean to let him up? Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, you know, he actually came up on his own. You know, it's just like the AI just like bypassed Twitter spaces. And just like ended up on my stage. I have no idea how. I mean, I have a list oh. of the people. I have a list of the people I was supposed to 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 to, to let up on on the stage, uh, uh, which I'm which I have. But you know, uh, you know, for for the for uh, for Levitor, I don't know what the fuck he's doing up on stage. I mean, he left now. Uh, he definitely left. Um, and uh, and uh, and uh, that's all I can see. He's gone. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Like I said, um, you know, we have no control over the account right now. We, we really don't know what's going on. Uh, some of the stuff, like the different AI things, especially with the quest, uh, we're not exactly sure what's going on right now, but the, the, the AI that we developed just for the uh, ARG, um, it, it kind of has a little bit of a mind of its own right now, and we're not really sure what's going on with it. 
don't don't worry, everyone. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Because everybody chill. Everybody chill. Don't worry. Because just as John said, just to circle back, the goal of our ARG is someone to win a CryptoPunk. But it's not just a CryptoPunk. We have actually been gifted many NFTs in the wallets uh, by many artists that we've partnered with. And as you know, of course, you're partnering up with uh, uh, NFC Summit for in Lisbon. And we have some big, 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 big news and surprises that will be coming in the future. We have amazing partners that we haven't even talked about yet. And we have amazing plans that mm, we just can't quite give too much alpha about right now, you know? So um, we have amazing partners that haven't quite, um, yeah, that haven't quite, you know, uh, that, that their quests haven't come yet. Uh, a little bit of alpha example, like Sandbox. Um, I hope you guys are excited for the Sandbox quest coming up soon because it's going to be amazing. I also have to give a big shout out to another one of our partners that just joined the stage, Revenge. Yes. Thank you so much for coming up. Hey guys, thanks for having me. What's up, Revenge? And What's I up also with have Levitor? to give a shout out to BNV. Sorry, I didn't give a shout <laughs> no, out. I didn't BNV. give a shout out to BNV. We have Revenge. We have we we have we have over the reality. We have worlds. You know what I find cool about this is that you guys have like all these different metaverses like in one room, and like you're doing this across like a bunch of different projects and products. Which that's something I generally find like really cool and like intriguing with regards to like the quest to find the lost like CryptoPunk. Exactly. Exactly. So to really to actually win the CryptoPunk. You're going to have to find yourself deep, deep into these metaverses. Um, these are uh, uh, different quests that are being created by our partners just for the Lost Wallet. Um, and just so you know, uh, as I said earlier, we're in Quest 4. All of our quests remain open until the end of our ARG. So they are released periodically, mm -hmm. depending on our partner's constraints. Uh, 24 quests. They will remain open, as I said, until the end. So if you wanted to hop in right now into our Discord and go start the first quest, you could do one through four right now. And in, uh, in three, four months from now, if you wanted to start the quest, if you wanted to do one through whatever is released, 21, 22, you can go ahead and get started. Uh, it's openly inclusive for everyone at any point in time. You just have to have access to the metaverse. So how do you know if you are on the right track. So what we did is we created a word validator process in our Discord. At the end of every quest in the metaverse, you're going to find a word. That word is one of the 24 words to complete the seed phrase. So when you go into these metaverses, you are literally exploring, looking for a piece of the seed phrase. And once you collect all of the pieces of the seed phrase, well, who knows? Who knows? Where will you be? What metaverse will we end in? How will it go down? Mm, you know, those are the kind of things that are going to remain a little bit of a mystery for now. So there's 24, there's a multiple quests and they are across all your different partners. So Sandbox, BNV, Decentralized Spatial, you know, uh, over the world, everyone's here at Worlds um, and, and, and Revenge and over the reality. And so you have all the partners here. So let me, let me just let break this down. So you have multiple quests across multiple different metaverses. And every single one of these quests is a step forward towards finding one of the 24 words uh, of the seed phrase that allows you to get access to the CryptoPunk, correct? That is correct, my friend. Sick. That is, that is honestly fucking sick.
I mean, you should let people work hard like that for punk. Come on, you know? <laughs> I love that. John, this is pretty cool. Who who came up with this? Who like who came up with who has the brain to come up with something like that? This is sick. <laughs> I love that. I'm a big fan of that because it makes people actually go out and try all the different metaverses and try the products, test them all out, and be able to like jump from one to the other and like see that there's so much in this like. Dude, sorry. Maybe I just got like illumination in my brain and I'm like going off. But like I just and I also have a slower brain these days. But it's just like this is really cool. This is impressive. Thank you very much. For, I'm still shocked, you know, by this Leviator. I, yeah, I feel I like I was, not, I, <laughs> I was not aware of that. You know, I don't know. What, uh, it's definitely happened. not in my show notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, definitely, I'm wondering if it's a hint or something, you know, that has been planned. I, I have no idea, to be honest. You know, but, I, I yeah, swear you know, I got no clue. I, can't I don't know. To God. No, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, see, I swear myself. I, I wish I knew what that was. I, I, I'm messaging but, the team right now to see what we can do this Lambo, <laughs> this Lambo guy he's up to something let me tell you let me tell you something there was a code that was dropped though x7h38dhdo3 I have no idea what that may mean I'm gonna google it but it probably means something crazy or nothing but yeah it gives you huh I don't know I don't know either, you know, who knows? Um, maybe if you guys were paying attention, maybe if you took the time out of your day to listen to us with our gracious host, Farouk, and the, everyone else on stage, <laughs> maybe, maybe you got a little bit of alpha. But I don't know. I actually don't know. That's for all of you to figure out. Why? Because the end result and end goal is a life-changing asset. A life-changing asset for about 99% of the people in the world of Web3. Owning a CryptoPunk is the most one of the most prestigious assets in all of the NFT land. And we are giving someone the opportunity to change their life. Change their life for nothing. For nothing but the ask of a little bit of time, effort, and dedication. And I really think over the next six months as the quests progress and we release new quests in different metaverses and as people are going from one metaverse to the next, they experience things within Web3 and they find the passion and the love that a lot of us have instilled. Uh, on a personal note, I actually, I have a college degree. I quit my job to go full-time in the Web3 space. Uh, I have never, never made a decision in my life that has made me happier. And certain things like this ultimate reality game, certain things like NFT projects that made me fall in love with the space over and over and over again. And I really think John Cart, Neil, the rest of the BEM Builders team, uh, NFC Summit, mm -hmm. they really, really have something beautiful planned for you all. The time, the time and the effort that they've put in um, collaborating yeah. with the different uh, partners that we have and the doing what we can uh, beforehand, before this project is starting to get the big reach that it's getting. I mean, we're talking countless hours, countless dollars. The team loves this project so much. And the entire goal of the Lost Wallet is to do just that, to share the love for Web3 that we all have and make sure everyone has fun. So that's what we want. We want everyone to have fun. And we know in the back of our minds, someone, someone is going to have their life changed for nothing. I love that. That's, that. that's actually a very good way to, 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 to end this. Uh, I think it's great. And it's true. I mean, John and, and the whole team, because I see it behind the scenes as well, as well right? 
uh, are really putting in a lot of work uh, to to make NFC Lisbon a really great experience. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and it's going to be a very big event. I mean, John, let, let me give it to you for some last words. I mean, you know, uh, on uh, on on this entire experience and everything. And I don't know if you want to give a little shout out to your partners and the artists and the creators that you all work with, because I know there's a lot of people involved in the process. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, John. I'll let you go ahead and do no, that. No, no. Are you no, sure? No, definitely. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please, please. Okay, so uh, shout out to our partners on stage right now. We have Revenge, BNV, Over, and Worlds. We also are partners with Spatial, Decentraland, and Sandbox. Um, John, if I'm missing anyone off the top of my head right now, please go ahead and let me know. But uh, those are the current Metaverse partners who have done just, I mean, it's gone to no end to create experiences for us, uh, some of which haven't even been released to the public yet, of course, because their quest hasn't started. And I just can't tell you how excited I am for some of these quests to come out. Um, I mean, even maybe some of the people on stage right now hint, hint that their quest hasn't come out. I am so excited for them. No, it's Thank fun. you very much. Thank you. And uh, it was a pleasure to be with you. And, you know, we are involved. You know, we are happy to to announce and reveal also the project to all of you at Rug Radio because we feel like it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the community is great and it's all about uh, communities and having fun. And this is really the idea. And, you know, this is the spirit also. You are, you agree with, I agree with you, Farouk. I just see it as a, you know, a tourism tour within the metaverses, you know, because so, so many people have been working hard the last two years to create experiences. And, you know, we just need to find a way, a story, you know, something to stimulate you to visit this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, because you have some so cool experiences that are pretty empty sometimes. And, you know, it's a good way, you know, to say, it's like doing tourism, you know, to say, okay, I will visit uh, the, 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 the pyramids or I will visit, you know, uh, the, the Taj Mahal. But, you know, it's the same in the metaverse. You have major pieces that has been created and that will become maybe some, the new places to visit. But you have a way and a good reason to visit them, you know, thanks to this quest. And this is what is cool also and what I like. So, yeah, I invite all of you. And of course, I'm currently in Lisbon right now already, you know, working on the non-fungible conference. We have a team like yeah, 20 crazy people working on it now. And so, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see all of you in Lisbon also. Hell yeah. Well, we can't wait to go. And it's going to be a lot of good fun. So thank you, John. Thank you, Lost Wallet. I mean, thank you, Levithor. And to all the partners on stage uh, that partake in the, in the Lost uh, CryptoPunk Wallet, I heard there's an Akamigo they're giving to, so definitely pay attention to, to what's happening uh, on that front because there's a whole lot of things that you can win. And uh, Really quick, yeah? really quick, I actually shared at the top a thread of all of the current NFTs in the prize pool. So uh, it's not just Punk 2672. So that's the very first one we have highlighted in the thread. We're also giving away Queens and Kings by Hakatao. We're giving away a uh, Reliquary Archangels by Trevor Jones. We're also giving away 1984 by Obvious. We're all giving away a Tabs by Alien Queen. Oh, no way. We are giving Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We love Alien Queen. We are giving away a Lost Donkey by the amazing artist Miru Goreng. We are also giving away a we're giving away 10 John Hammond CryptoPunk masks, uh, a Fangster by uh, Junshi. We are giving away a GNSS by MGXS, a Floor Smash number eight of eight by Neon Glitch. And oh, a, no, he started the list. <laughs> yeah. And a 90s original vibes and a delectable. 
So that is the total price pool just in the wallet right now. So it's not just the punk. We have all of these different NFTs that are in the wallet right now. So big shout out to every single one of our contributors, the artists, the teams. It means the world for us to give us an NFT for free for our uh for everyone participating and thank you so much to our partners on uh on the stage as well i love that that's awesome well thank you guys for coming and as usual thank you to the rug radio fam for tuning into the show we'll see y'all tomorrow morning 10 30 a.m eastern standard time 7 30 a.m pacific standard time for another episode of gem web 3 on rug radio let's go and it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day gm gm on this beautiful day, good morning to Web3 with Barocco Sepp and Mando. <laughs>